With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Affected by Altitude, a Purple Road podcast for and by Rockies fans. Hello and welcome back to the Pebble Report podcast, everybody. This is Sam Bradfield recording from my new house, uh, joined as always by Eric Garcia McKinley. How are you, Eric? I'm doing very well. Uh, Thank you. And congratulations on the new house. Uh, I know from personal experience, it is exciting and also a little bit terrifying. So yeah, you got to get some excitement. Got, you got both of those things ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's certainly been been an adventure over the last couple weeks. Uh, woke up this morning to my fire alarm beeping, which of course happened in the last apartment right before we left. But this time I can't call the maintenance guy to fix it for me. I have to go out and buy my own batteries, which of course you know nine volt batteries cost about ten bucks for two of them. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all on you. It's all oh, on yeah. you now. So, but speaking of new things. Uh, it's a new season in the Arizona Fall League for the Salt River Rafters. So, what do you say we talk about Fall League? Yeah, um, let's let's do that. And and let me just start with um, by asking you a question, and it's going to be the most basic one about the AFL. So, for for various reasons, I have not paid any attention at all to the AFL so far this year. I know it's been going on for about a week now, or almost a week. Um, but once, once you tell me that your, uh, your first write-up for, uh, for Purple Row is ready for editing, that will be the first time I'm paying attention. So I would love to talk about it and I'll, I'll kick it off here with a question. So what should people like me know about, uh, about what's going on down in the AFL with the Rockies prospects? Like what's, um, what should, what, what should we know? What, what should the person who has not been paying attention know? Well, for starters, the Rockies have eight prospects this year. Um, They have Colton Welker, Ryan Castellani, Roberto Ramos, Brett Boswell, and then they have three more right-handed pitchers, Ashton Gudo, Alexander Guillen, Antonio Santos, and uh, catcher Brian Servin. So we've got eight prospects this year as opposed to seven in years past. So those those are ones to look at. And Ryan Castellani is actually making a repeat appearance this year Um, I believe due to the fact that he had elbow surgery in June to kind of clean out some bone particles or clean out his elbow, basically. Um, So this is more kind of a rehab assignment, I think, for him. Even in his start on Thursday, uh, he only pitched two innings, gave up two hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. So kind of a a rehab kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So so how how are they doing so far? It's been interesting. I went so I went back. I was doing my report this morning, Monday, September twenty third, this morning, and I was going through and I used my report from last year as a reference, just to kind of get the template and kind of remember what what all I wrote about. And last year's headline was basically Rockies position prospects start off the Arizona Fall League with hitting streaks. Last year's position prospects were Josh Fuentes, Tyler Nevin, and Sam Hilliard. And this year, position prospects are Colton, Welko, uh, Colton Welker, Roberto Ramos, Brett Boswell, and Brian Servin. And 
Colton Welker is the only one who has more than one hit. He actually has more hits than the other three combined. Um, he start, he's played in four games. He's gone five for 16 with a run, a double, two walks, and two strikeouts. So not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, I mean, that's something I'd like to, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a line I will definitely take from Colton Welker from the first uh, week in the AFL as, as somebody looking to make uh, some, make a leap in the next, uh, in the next, next minor league season. I mm-hmm. like hearing that. Yeah, and then Roberto Ramos, Brett Boswell, and Brian Servin combined for two for twenty-four. Not uh-huh. great. <laughs> that's that's not great. Yeah, I mean, so Brian Servin, I mean, Brian Servin's a catcher, so he's he's probably there just to because they need some catchers around. Um, Roberto Ramos, that's uh, that's disappointing to hear from him as somebody who. Similarly, you want um, you want to see make some make some make some progress in the next minor league season, especially you know after coming off a pretty good year, even you know having to mentally adjust for the the baseball and how oddly and how how much offense there was in the PCL this year. So what what has Ramos done uh, specifically? Well, or Ramos besides, besides nothing. Well, besides well, he did something. He has one hit. Uh, so, so that's something he's one for 14 in four games. Um, he's been mostly used as a DH, um, which I think is interesting, but then, yeah, so he's played four games. He's gone one for 14 with a run and RBI three walks and four strikeouts for the wonderful slash line of 071, 278, 071. Um, so yeah. Ramos, yeah. I mean, last year, yeah, he was he was right on Sam Hilliard's tail for all of those, you know, home runs and extra base hits and but also like strikeouts and things like that. So it's it's a little disappointing to see him come in and just not do much of anything. I mean, three walks is something, but only one hit in fourteen plate appearances, not great. Yeah, yeah. Well there's yeah, there's still there's still time for him to, to turn that around and have a strong AFL campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, what about on the pitching side? Pitching side is actually done okay. Um, Antonio Santos is actually kind of the oddball out. So uh, Antonio is from Dominican Republic. Yes. Okay. So Antonio is also from the Hartford Yard Goats. He finished out the season there. Um, of the of the pitchers, so we have two starters and we have two relievers. So Ryan Castellani and Antonio Santos. And so Ryan Castellani started the game on Thursday, September 19th. And he, like I said earlier, he's kind of a, um, on a rehab assignment after getting his elbow done, uh, in June. So he went two innings, two hits, a walk and three strikeouts. So pretty good. And then after him came Ashton Goudeau, who pitched three innings and gave up and struck out four batters. And that's all he did in three innings. No hits, no runs, no anything else. And then Alexander Guillen ended up finishing that game um, and went one inning, gave up two hits, but ended up earning the save. So that's exciting. Um, okay. I'm, I'm looking up, uh, like I said, I've not been paying attention. So I'm looking up these players now. Um, so let's see. So first... Who do we got? Ashton Goudeau. So Ashton Goudeau is 27. He's 
was drafted in 2012 in the 27th round by the Royals. He's since been on in the Mariner system, and the Rockies signed him as a minor league free agent. So 27 has not been above double A. And in this last year in Hartford, he was almost two years older than the average competition. So it's great. I'm just, you know, just whenever I hear a prospect that I, I've never heard of or that, you know, that that you don't hear much from, you know, these are the things I look up and they're like, OK, should I pay attention to this guy? And like, it's hard to get excited about somebody in this in this state. But what what about the other guys? Are the other guys worth getting excited about? I mean, maybe maybe he's maybe Ashton Goudeau is also worth getting excited about. Just doesn't seem like it from the from the things that I usually look at. But what about the other guys? Sure. Uh, Alexander Guillen is out of the Dominican Republic, and he was signed by the Rockies in 2013 and has slowly kind of made his way up. Uh, came stateside in 2015 with the Grand Junction Rockies and then spent a year in Asheville, two years, 2017 and 18, with the Lancaster Jethawks, and then finally made his way up to Hartford this year in 2019. Um, and then in t- 76 and two-thirds innings, has a 153 ERA. He has one save um, and has 37 appearances. So, I mean, he's he's done pretty well in Hartford. And even <laughs> in his appearance the other day, like I said, he had, you know, pitched an inning with two hits, and that was it. So, as a 23-year-old, he's he's one to, I think, keep keep an eye on. He might be a nice little sleeper here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking now. Yeah, now that I'm at his page, 23 in Hartford. So um, just over a year younger than the average competition there. Um, You mentioned his great, his nice ERA in relief. He's struck out over 10 batters per nine innings, um, has walked under three per nine innings. So yeah, actually that's, um, yeah, I think, I think you might be right. This, this looks like somebody who who could be a little bit of a sleeper prospect. I mean, he's obviously not on the 40, so as far as his path to actually, you know, something like next year contributing to the Rockies, it would have to take some some roster moves. But, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. I'll definitely keep an eye on him for the rest of the AFL, see how he does against, against tough competition in the AFL. Yeah, he might be this year's Justin Lawrence. Um, hopefully he has a better showing than the next year yeah. in, <laughs> in the minor leagues. Um, We want 2018 Justin Lawrence. Yeah. So, and then um, Antonio Santos was kind of the the odd man out here. So I've been trying to look him up, but my, uh, seems like the Arizona Fall League website's having some issues. So anyway, so I do know that uh, he's appeared in one game. I'm assuming he started that game. And he pitched one and two thirds innings, three hits, two earned runs, including a homer. He hit a batter, walked a batter, and struck out three for a whopping 10.80 ERA. So not great. Antonio Santos is, uh, yeah, he's a, a starter, I believe, from... Yeah, he didn't start that game, though. Oh, okay. Um, and so he pitched in Hartford last year, or he actually jumped between Lancaster and Hartford, and posted about a 4.53 ERA between both uh, both assignments. So he pitched 18 games in in Hart or sorry, in Lancaster, 
had a 4.35 ERA. So for Lancaster, that's pretty good, and was bumped up to Hartford in July. And then in eight games with the Yard Goats, 45 and two-thirds innings, 4.93 ERA. Um, so, but yeah, so he struggled in that first first appearance, and I don't know exactly what happened. But considering yeah. the other three pitcher pitchers did really well, he kind of stuck out to me as a unfortunate negative on that regard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so looks I'm looking at him. So last year he was in so he's 22, so he's also pretty young. So he was over 2 years younger than the average competition in Hartford. Um 1 year younger in the Cal League. Um and yeah, starting in both levels. Yeah, so he's he seems he seems a little different. I think I think like what the reason Alexander Guillen sticks out as like somebody to really pay attention to is because he's already pitching in relief and you know you're always going to need relievers and somebody to fill in in these bullpen spots and if you're doing that well in in double a and then in the afl that's that's something to pay attention to as a starter um you know yeah not a great start give him give him see how he does for the rest of the innings but yeah interesting so not so good of a start for him but also looks like maybe somebody to to pay a little bit of attention to as well yeah, so we'll kind of see how these guys pan out. I think last year was a really strong class. Um, so we'll kind of see if this is another strong class and they're just starting a little slow or if this is one that kind of makes you scratch your head and go, Oy, this is what we've come to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. all right. So yeah. So to, to recap here, so Kel- Colton Welker is the only position player who's started off well in just a few games, of course. Uh, Roberto Ramos, Brian Servin, and Brett Boswell, not so hot on the position player side. The pitchers, Ashton Goudeau, maybe not somebody to pay attention to, but still off to a nice start. Alexander Guillen, uh, off to a nice start, you know, looks like, looks pretty interesting. And, um, Antonio Santos, as, did not get off to a good start, but also maybe somebody to, to look at. Um... All right. Well, um, any other thoughts on the AFL so far and the the short season? So, well, it's certainly been interesting. Even looking looking ahead, because the the schedule is a lot different this year. Of it used to be, they'd play. Well, they started later. So, uh, in years past, they started earlier this year. So it was closer to the end of the uh, the minor league season. It was only like three or four days after the championship games that they started to get the pitchers going. And so that means all of the games are night games. And they also, at least in September, they're all night games because it's still still hot in Phoenix, even though currently they're being hit by hurricane remnants again, which happens every once in a while. Um, there was some nice flooding out in Mesa and Apache Junction Ooh. on the east side of uh, east side of Phoenix. I saw this morning, but it, oh, wow. yeah, they used to play Monday through Saturday, and then every Sunday they had off. Whereas this year, it's kind of all over the place. Um, today, September 23rd is their first off day of the year. And actually then they have, the league has another off day next Monday, next Thursday, then another Monday, then a Sunday, then a Thursday, then a Tuesday. So they're kind of spread out, which I think is Mm -hmm. interesting. Um, and then they're also playing some Mexican league, uh, teams this year. So they've got some Mexican uh, baseball fiesta teams and the mexican pacific league teams 
And actually, the Rafters are playing some of those Mexican teams uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. They're playing the Naranjeros de Hermosilla, or Hermosillo, excuse me. And then on Thursday, they're playing the Cañeros de los Mochis, um, both out of the Mexican Pacific League. So, so that's something oh, cool. different this year. Uh, I I didn't know that. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty interesting. So when um so how when does the when does the season when does the AFL wrap up this year? October twenty sixth. Um. So yeah, it's definitely earlier this year. It always ended the uh, Veterans Day weekend was always kind of the championship weekend. So the Fall Stars game is October twelfth, and then the championship game is on October twenty sixth. So it's a lot earlier this year. Um, which is fine i suppose but it just means that there's not as much of an extra <clears throat> excuse me uh extra at the end after the world series and all that <laughs> yeah yeah all right well that's a, a good solid month um of afl baseball left um yeah and we will we'll definitely be sure to to check in uh in the interim to give some updates to see how how the rest of how these guys uh how these guys do in the coming weeks yeah, and I always tell people, you know, if you have the opportunity, if you live in or are able to go to Phoenix, Arizona Fall League is definitely definitely something to check out. It's super fun cuz there's I mean, you got you've got your prospects, but then just from a pure baseball perspective, it's kind of got me back back into baseball completely honestly mm-hmm. in 2016. Um was going through a rough patch in life and I lived about three exits from Salt River Fields and was just like, "Hey, I'll check it out." And I met Ryan McMahon there. And that was kind of my first experience with it and met some, met some interesting people, you know, some scouts and just some fans and you're in the, you're in the spring training stadiums, but there's a, it's cheaper. It's like eight or nine bucks for Mm -hmm. a ticket and you get to sit wherever you want. So you can sit two rows dead center behind home plate for eight bucks and you're, you know, right up there. And there's like 20 people there. It's always, you know, the scouts and maybe the GMs and then like the families and the host families and like five (laughs) other people. So if you want to go talk to players, if you want to, you know, get autographs, catch foul balls, you know, whatever, you're not allowed on the, on the grass berms. So home runs are a little bit harder to come by, but it's just, it's such a great experience. Just a nice way to sit and decompress after a long day of work, watch baseball, listen to all of the, all the sights and sounds and just like, just, it's, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. That's, I mean, you sold me if I didn't live a couple thousand miles away eh. <laughs> I, would, I might i might make that trip but uh yeah sounds really cool yeah definitely uh definitely get out there if you can um yeah and yeah like i said we'll 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 we'll, we'll follow the afl um if you can't and uh so check back with us uh over the coming month yeah definitely it's always my my favorite time of year i think just it's my yeah it's my fun <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, I think that will uh, do it for us this week. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Sam, you want to give everybody the the relevant Twitter information? Sure thing. So you can follow us on Twitter at Pebble Report uh, for the podcast. And then you can follow us at Purple Row. And then me, Sam Bradfield specifically, I'm at Sammy B underscore 27. And he is at Garcia underscore McKinley. So follow us on Twitter, follow us on Purple Row, and we'll keep you updated on all things Rockies and AFL and prospects. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Thanks, Thanks.
See you next week.